We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's a destination specialist with touring plans and can help you plan an amazing vacation. Whether it's Disney, Universal, a cruise, or an all-inclusive, she can help you with booking, planning, and strategizing to help you have an incredible experience at a great rate. Contact her today at michelle at touringplans.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney and Doug. Uh, I had an interesting thing happen today. I was looking at my calendar. I'm planning a, a couple big shoots in June, and I realized... Oh my gosh, we are three weeks away from our rope drop radio trip. Like it just, it literally has snuck up on me. It is coming. It is coming fast. And fast. it's very exciting. And every um, now and then we have people asking us, hey, we're going to overlap or we want to meet up with you. So uh, I think this is a good time to, because people are already, you know, playing those trips. This is a good time to share some uh, where we're going to be. Yeah. So hopefully you already have all your park passes made. And we'll talk about that today. But uh, our park passes for our trip. In case you're going to be rope dropping there those mornings, uh, we will be starting Thursday, June 3rd at the Magic Kingdom, Friday, June 4th at Disney's Hollywood Studios, Saturday, June 5th at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park, and Sunday we'll be at the Magic Kingdom for a little bit before we catch a flight back home. So there's there is our park passes. Now, of course, we're going to hop. Yeah, we'll probably go to Epcot a, a couple times. So, yes, we'll be spending some dinner times at Epcot, and we'll um, next week watch for some announcements as to some evening type of meetups. If you want to find us, where you can find us, but that's where we'll be in the mornings um, for rope dropping. If you want to and... meet us at rope drop, and you have a park pass, we'll throw a button at you, and we can celebrate together. A button. We'll make sure it's clasp so it doesn't stab you oh yeah actually that those have stabbed me in the pocket when i carry them around dangerous. the parks it is it, it can be out very dangerous very so but first we have one of our uh, newest patreons who's going to be joining us down there as well welcome to the rope drop radio community alex glad you uh joined and you're going to be down there with us and uh so awesome to have you a part of this group that uh uh, just kind of awesome on social media, talking a lot, getting bonus episodes. I think we're going to talk about sports a little bit in this week's Patreon episode. You never know sometimes. You never know. I, we no, talked about before show, but you never know. By the end of the show, one of us could have stayed at a Disney castle, and then we just have to talk about that. Right? Yeah. Like, that was that was a different kind of Patreon show that when was. we had to do that. But thank you, Alex, for joining Patreon. Mickey Pretzel level. Very exciting. That's good. Good things. Pretzels. Pretzels, Pretzels are, are tasty, good. I mean, especially on a hot summer day when you don't, when you're not thirsty at all. That's uh, okay. Okay, enough of that. How about on to Apple Podcast reviews? All right, folks, this is the last review I have to read. If we don't get any new ones, I don't have anything to read next week. Oh my gosh! Someone, please write a review, a good one, it's concerning what I could say without something to read. So here we go. Loads of Disney fun. Five stars by Lady Rivers pretty confident I that's good that. you got it yeah i think so love this podcast very fun and lighthearted. learn so much about the parks but also about cruising oh, i miss cruising miss we cruising. used to talk about cruising about once every two months for new listeners someday we will again all right makes me excited to keep planning my trips 
My only suggestion is for the podcast not to exceed 45 minutes. As someone who likes to sit and sometimes drive and listen, it is hard to keep myself in one space for an hour or more. I totally agree with that. I get very annoyed when these go over 45 minutes. But it happens. It does. Some guests. We'll try today to keep it. It's just you and I today, Doug. We should keep it in time. Maybe. We'll see. see. We got a lot of news. Let's... And that, that's a good transition. We should get to the news, Doug. Lots of Disney stuff happening. Why don't you share and we'll discuss some of the things. Well, the first thing we're going to do is the Boo Bash was announced. This is kind of like we've had the Epcot festivals that have been a taste, taste of, of This is like a taste of, of Mickey's, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. So, I'm just glad something's coming back. Yes, yeah, so we have a themed event coming back this fall. It's for select nights from August 8th through October 31st. It starts at 9 p.m., runs till midnight. Pricing dates and more to be released next month. Halloween-themed cavalcades, candy stops with plenty of sweet surprises, character sightings throughout the parks, performances by the Cadaver Dance. Um, they promise low wait times at attractions, including Haunted Mansion, Space Mountain, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Themed food and beverages available for purchase. And the most important thing, special decor, lighting, and music. Hopefully more decor than what they had last year in the fall. Yeah, I think definitely more decor. I mean, that was really sad last fall, but... I'm glad. I think it'll be good. Yeah, this they're coming back, so this one will be good. Nine o'clock to midnight, though, Doug. That that's when I read that. I go, oh, that's tough so when you have little kids. With the well, the Mickey's not so scary. Went to midnight. It Come did, on, but it Dad. started earlier. Well, you can nap later. Okay. But here, so the event you can get in as early as seven p.m. with your party ticket or event ticket. I don't know. We're not calling it a party. Your bash ticket, and. You don't have to have a park reservation for that day to get in. There you go. So that's kind of key. You don't need to make like a Magic Kingdom park pass to get in at 7 p.m. You can get in at 7. Then you have two hours before the party starts and then boom, hit the ground running for all the cavalcades, meet and greets, candy stops and special lights. It'll be fun. I'm glad it's back. Disney is coming back, and uh, hopefully it's a good time, and hopefully one of us gets to check it out. So, uh, All right. What's next, okay, Doug? We got, wait. Oh. First, we got to guess the price. What price point do you think this is? Uh, just, I'm gonna, adult, 100, just adult. 110. Wow. I was, I was going like 75. Oh, man. I'm thinking it's going to be because it's very low crowds, and they want to make that money back. So Okay. I think you're right. You, yeah. I'm, I hope I'm right, but you're probably right. Yeah, I I, I guarantee it's over 100. There you but go. Like you said, three hours. Yeah. Is it worth know. it? So we'll see. Maybe one of us will go and we can give a, a review. Yeah, Or one hopefully. of our listeners were, will and we can get well, a review. Hopefully we're there. All right. Next on the old newsreel, really? Festival of Lion King Yay! returns. Finally. So they've already had some shows. They've done some soft openings, so people have seen it. They've already kind of published the times of the show. So they're going to run at 12.30, 2.30, and then 5, 6, and 7. So that late afternoon, be prepared. You can't go see Festival of Lion King. Can't do it in the morning either, which, Derek, this means if we want to do it on our trip, we have to stay at the Animal Kingdom past noon. That's I don't weird. think I've done that since no, COVID happened. I have not. 
So I don't know how badly I want to see it. It's uh, modified, so it's a little shorter, a little less going on, less actors, I think. I still want to um, see it. We'll see. We'll, see be done with, we'll be done with the Animal Kingdom at like 10, and then the 1230 might be crazy. Everybody's yeah, just like, well, gonna be we're hitting that one in park. Let's, uh, yeah, so we'll see. Uh, Festival Lion King back. Next news, um, no more temperatures being taken at the theme park starting on May 16th. Which is kind of exciting. I, you know, I think the temperature thing was good. Um, however, sometimes when they took the temperature, I know for a fact they were like way too far away for your head to it matter. Like they weren't getting that temperature. Yeah. Um, I, I would watching love... my kids at school get their temperatures checked and then comparing that to the Disney temperature check. Yeah, there's there's a good feet of space in between some of them. The Disney ones just not nearly as efficient and. You know, I think the idea of keeping people with a fever out of a theme park is good for the overall public health, right? If you have yep. a 102 fever, should you be in a theme park? Probably not. It's totally un-COVID related, but, you know, but it's going away. They've already stopped doing it at resort dining locations because, like, you would go to, say, Kona. They would take your temperature before yep. you went and sit down uh, because it's outside the theme park. They've already stopped doing that, so... Temperature checks going away, which is one less little stop. That's the thing. Way. Yep. And it will be nice to get rid of those tents because they redid so many of the security plazas, entrance plazas, that we finally get to see it without the tents. All right. Next news item, Derek. This one's is a big deal for some people. Um, those people know why. Most people be like, eh, who cares? It's a restaurant. The Wave is closing for refurbishment this summer. Yeah, that's uh, I I know what we talked about that on a Patreon show. So you have mm -hmm. to go back and find why that's uh, important. But I, I was kind of surprised, and so is Disney Twitter on this one. A lot of speculation on what they're doing. I mean, it could be Incredibles theme. Yeah, I saw that. Um, which, yeah. Because the rooms are going to be Incredibles theme, mm -hmm. right? So it would make sense. And I think if they did something in that dining location, it's a good restaurant. There's good food. But it's so overlooked by everything else on the monorail loop that if they threw something that just a little splash of character or something special and unique, rather than, I mean, literally right now, its theme is it's a restaurant, yeah. right? Like the food is the theme, which is good, but it's on the monorail loop, right? So, yeah, there you go. Um Next on the list is they're casting actors for the Star Wars Hotel or the Intergalactic Cruiser. Yeah. Are you applying, Derek? I wish I was. Um, I actually do know people who are applying, some who listen mm -hmm. to this show, so good some luck. Some who have been on this on show. On the show even, yeah, yeah. so Frank good luck. Dillo Diz, he said he's putting together a tape, so watch Dillo Diz's Twitter feed. I think he's going to post his audition tape or something. That would be fantastic. So I, I will tell you what, I, I we won't go in depth. I think this is a for future episode, but just reading and, and hearing all the actors and characters that they have coming... I got really excited about uh, this resort and the fact that they're taking seven months to train uh, these cast members means they're really going in depth with it. And it makes me want to be there in the first 60 days, Doug. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot that goes into live action gameplay, essentially. You got yes. like for the price people are going to be paying, you have to keep them entertained unless they're asleep. Like there's, it's either they're asleep or you're entertaining them in a way they can't get anywhere else. There's no in between. Um, 
there's no like ah you can go to the spa and relax for a while you you know it's gonna have to be star wars role-playing lightsabers gameplay droids the constant yes it, one of those funny is i had the realization after reading through all those i don't want to take my kids right away like i'm i i would abandon them somehow and and yeah. so uh it's gonna be one that's gonna be probably the wife and i or you and i or someone i don't know someone listening to this show wants to take me um i'll sleep He's, in one of the top bunk or yeah he'll bunk. fit in the bunk I, yeah Eric i fit no fit problem so uh, I just really want to experience. I think that's the key word. It's an experience. Uh, this is going to be pretty incredible. Yeah. All right. Last but not least, the college program is coming back in June. So basically, Disney is ready to hire more staff. But in the current state of things, hiring staff has proven difficult. So instead of, you know, paying more to hire people they're gonna bring back college kids luring college students for really low prices okay there you go they got it's a business right and the college program serves a very important purpose and uh there you go college program coming back i'm just glad it's coming back i'm glad all these things are coming back and we're getting to a more normal side of disney yeah the other thing with the college program that they announced is gender neutral dormitory type i saw that apartment which I'm like, our college campus has been doing that for a while already. Yeah. I, I mean, I lived on a co-ed floor. I did as well. In the 90s. Wait, so, what hall did you live in? I was in Abel. Then I was I in Abel. Shram, and then I made it to Cather. I made the rounds Oh, man, there. I didn't know we lived in the same dorm yeah. five Just, years apart. Yeah, Abel 4. Oh, I was in Abel 7. Hey, we're learning oh, new things. We've been doing this show for almost five years, and we just yeah, learned something. That. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yes, Abel Hall, one of the biggest dorms in America, if uh, anybody wants some real random trivia there. Yep. Yeah. Wow. It's huge. Yeah, it is. It is massive. Yeah. Uh, bigger than most of the uh, small towns in Nebraska. <laughs> More people lived in that than I don't know how many towns. It is funny. And there's our news. Lots of news, lots of news to catch up. And what's great is more news keeps coming and coming. And so probably by the time the show's released, there'll be even more news out there. All uh, news. Because it's just it's just great that we're seeing progress, things coming back to normal and Disney uh, being what it is. In fact, Disney's busy right now. We're going to that's going to be our transition into this uh, this week's episode, Doug. And so we're going to discuss how traveling during the covid times has caused some failures, Doug. So we have a whole list of them that we're going to get through. We get questions like this all the time. So we're going to kind of go through. But yeah, a lot of fails happening. Don't listen to anyone on TikTok. Listen to Doug and I, I guess, or someone who like went to the parks 10 years ago and doesn't even realize you need to wear a mask right now. Yeah, I did have a patient tell me about an attraction, ask me if I did it. And like, what year? They were talking about, I couldn't figure out what they were talking about because they made it sound like they were just there. They were talking about lights, motors, action. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, yeah. I had that happen that with, her, with Horizons trip. once. Someone was telling me, and it took me a while to figure it out. So I was like, wow, yeah. you haven't been to Epcot in a minute. So there's the first step. Don't take advice to somebody that hasn't been there during COVID. Yes. That's a failure. To Big listen to advice those. right there. Yes. You can really only get advice from people that have traveled during COVID about COVID. And we'll get into why. And let's start with making your park passes. People are failing to do this. You got to do it as soon as you have tickets and your room booked. You, you do it. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yes. In fact, I just uh, booked uh, some park passes uh, a couple days ago and Michelle put in all caps in the email booking, book your park passes now, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, in which I did it right then and there. That's good. That that all caps is not just for you. That's your standard to everybody. Make your park passes now because they are disappearing and park passes are not going away no they are definitely not and i have so many friends uh who have texted me and wondered or even listened to the show it's like hey we're thinking about doing a little summer vacay you know maybe heading down in a couple weeks it's like that's hard to plan right now yeah june is full and so like part of it is park capacity right they're doing the park passes to limit capacity and so a lot of people take that as 35%. There's going to be no one there. Well, it's 35% of New Year's, right? Where you can't even like fall over if you wanted to in fantasy land. So 35%, if it actually is that, is still busy. It's a, yep. It is a moderately busy day if they're hitting 35% pre-COVID. And then you like double down on that with some attractions not open some dining not open. Mm-hmm. So then it's going to feel even busier. So the park pass, yes, they have a cap capacity and that's why those park passes disappear, but it's not going to feel empty all the time. Although we will talk about some times that it might, because it is still really good to go with this capacity, but it, I think capacity is going to bump up to 50%. By, I just I'm, hope it's I was like the day after, after us. Trip. That's what I was thinking day after for sure. I hope it will be this summer, though. The numbers are going. They just got to figure out what to do with people. Like if the yeah, social need- distancing goes down, they can mm-hmm. open up like Columbia Harbor House to keep line and stuff yeah. like that. Yep. And they need like how Festival of Lion King's opening at Animal Kingdom. They need Indiana Jones at Hollywood Studios or Beauty and the Beast. Yep. They need one of the two. People right? eating they can't, outside. They really can't increase capacity at Hollywood Studios till they have one of the two. Mm-hmm. And Magic Kingdom needs enchanted tells with bell it needs that sort of stuff to come back um the character meets they don't sound like that big a deal we've talked about how much we love the cavalcades but if you have a line of people waiting 30 minutes to meet a character that's a lot of people that are sucked into that line it gets them off the sidewalks out of other lines that's a big capacity yeah issue is not having the character meets so that needs to start coming back too before they bump that up. And then once they bump up park capacity, then guess what? More park passes are available. But I think going through this year, the second park passes become available, they're going to just start getting gobbled up all the way through yeah. the, through Christmas. Absolutely. So many people are booking for the fall. Yep. And room availability is already Oh, that's so sketchy. annoying. I just booked two trips uh, last week, and wow, wow, I'm I'm annoyed a little bit. I should have done something sooner. Earlier, yes, sir, much earlier. Don't wait. Uh, Now, part of it is artificially created because I mean Riverside and French Quarter are not open, Mm -hmm. so that does affect the moderate thing. But most of the deluxes are going to be back online by this fall, you know, and the it. It'll be interesting to see how fast they open some things up, but there we go. Make your park passes. Yeah, I agree. So uh, the next one on the list, Doug, is masks. Because I think there's still people showing up 
not bringing a mask or thinking masks are done? Because well, because in Florida, masks are pretty much done outside of Disney. outside of Orlando. It's, yes, yeah. It's, but once you get into Disney, masks are still relevant and enforced. I mean, you don't have to wear them during the picture, so that's been a big it. change. Um, but still getting into the park, walking around the park, you have to wear a mask. And, uh, and yeah, there, there are people that are getting frustrated because yeah, the rest of Florida, Doug, isn't it? Yeah. Well, and if you're coming from certain places in the country, you're hardly ever wore a mask, but other places in the country, you're, I mean, you're going to fit right in. You're going to be ready to wear that mask. And I think where the fail comes is people don't pack enough. Oh, yep. Right. And they don't pack enough for the day. So they're not packing enough for their trip and they're not packing enough for the day. Because if that mask gets dirty somehow, like you set it down on like the table when you eat and then say it falls onto the floor and it lands like, you know, skin side down, you're going to put that back on your face? If it was on the floor of like, say, cosmic rays? No, then, then you just throw it away right floor. there. Yeah, that is yeah, a but gross if, floors. No, you're right. right. That's the only thing. Yep. So you better have a second mask on you at all times. Um, We usually have a cloth mask and then we carry disposables like in a bag so that we're prepared for that. And I think that's an important thing where you can fail if you don't plan to have that. And then if you're wearing cloth masks, it's hot. I don't know if anybody knew this, but it's hot in Florida. So you're going to sweat. And it's getting hotter. The summer's happening. And it's kind of like, would you wear the same underwear every day of that trip? I'm actually realizing, Doug, we'll be there, you know, June, and it's going to be be hot. hot, And that's going to be the hottest mask weather that I'll have ever experienced. No, September. You think it was hotter in September September. when we were there? We actually had pretty good temperatures. Yeah, Yeah, we got lucky. It was unseasonably cool for a few days. So it'll probably be pretty equivalent to what we had in September. Okay. September is like the face of the sun in Florida usually. But yeah, it's going to be toasty. Bring in, bring two, ma- you know, a mask for every day and then a spare. Spare. That's the it's a good rule one. of thumb. Have a spare that you take with you into the park in case it falls off of the safari truck and a can- like some sort of giraffe comes along. Oh, wow. This is how we get it. to pass 45 minutes when you go on to things like that. I'm sorry, Lady Rivers. All right. All right. Next What's fail, next, avoiding lines. All right, this is a big one. We got a lot of subtopics here. Let's just start out with the best way to avoid lines. It's to rope drop. Yeah, There's go no early. Sands or First boats. one. And to rope drop right now, the park says it's opening at 9, right? That yep. doesn't mean get there at 9. That means get there about um, 8, 10 yeah, that's, in the morning. Uh, I would get there even earlier before. Than before that. Well, they won't let you in earlier. They won't let so, you in, but there will be a line. The lines yeah. have especially... Well, Epcot, you got to... Yep. If you're able to walk, yes, you can walk earlier, like mm-hmm. Epcot, Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios. Um, the buses, if you ask your resort, they will always tell you, oh, the buses start 45 minutes before opening, which is just a blatant lie. I don't understand why they lie. Why do they lie to us, Derek? Uh, I've asked you that question many a times when I've been at the park. And there's people that will argue with us or with Michelle, like, nope, the resort said it's 45 minutes before. It's like, yeah, people will be in the Magic Kingdom when you just decide to go show up for the bus. So, I mean, hour and a half before park opening, get to that bus stop. That would be my suggestion. I agree. Be the first one on the bus and you'll be the first one in the park and you will have it. 
especially at 35 percent mm-hmm. capacity you are gonna get a lot oh, done rope drops are good the the average park guest doesn't show up till like 11 which makes the epcot rope drop frustrating oh it is. that's like and to be honest you notice when we read our park passes derek we don't even have an epcot rope drop because yeah eh. I, we can I do don't it all really need to do many. Yeah. I just was there. Yeah, we just there to eat and drink, really. That sounds good to me. Atmosphere. And, and I got to do three Cabaneros. I got to see if, you know, the animatronics came back. I'm, that's an, I'm hoping that's a fail right there, cutouts. by the way, by the Imagineer team. Little cardboard cutouts. I mean, every local sports team was capable of that. Yeah. We, we learned Come on, that, Disney. So. You can do a little more. So the other way you can avoid some long lines, uh, the last two or three hours of operation, uh, especially Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom is studios, empty, yeah. They empty out the last couple hours, and you can really get a lot done. So you hop to them, or you rope drop, take a good nap, and then come back and do that reverse rope drop strategy. They works pretty well for the most part. There, there are occasions, like weekends, sometimes it does not work as well on the weekends, like a Saturday or a Friday, but uh, late nights. Now, Epcot, it does empty out, but they are staying open much later, till 11 p.m. usually, so you can usually hop in a line and you have and more time. as long time as you to... get in line before the park close, they're going to let you ride it. Yep. So I think that late nights is important. Um, another way to avoid long lines is if you have short people with you, Derek. Do you want to explain how you do that? Are you calling me short? No, I'm calling your kids short. I know. They are short. They are all very short. So, yeah, child uh, swap is still a great tool to use, but you do have to make sure you show the cast member your child so you can't just randomly go, yeah, my newborn's somewhere else. No, they got to be there with you. I think a lot of people fail at that one. Uh, So as long as they're in line, you get the uh, scan your magic band. And then uh, for our family, it's great because my wife can go with the two older kids and then she takes the little one and I go with the two older kids. It gets going rides twice. They got to win a flight of passage twice before a lot of people went one time, Doug, on this last trip. So like when when you do flight of passage, all five of you get in the line, zigzag around until you get to the actual entrance, right? And that's where they scan your magic scan band. Scan your magic band. Let and then one adult and the kid go off, wander around. You guys go through. And then when you get off, then it's three people can use the rider swap, right? Yep. Okay. And that's but you especially have to... for flight of pass. And you just go right to the queue entrance. So like for mine train, we didn't have to wait in the long queue. We just went up right to where you go into the, the fast pass system. And you do it. And... Yep. That's when you come back. You just go through the yep. fast paths. I think a lot of people think they have to wait through. No, you don't have to wait through the line again. It's just literally cut in line, go through the fast pass. You're not cutting in line. You're not cutting. It's rider You're swap. You're going through You're... the fast pass. Yes. Rider swap. So the first time, you I get still, in line, all of you cut. at the I, entrance. It's using a kid to be able to cut, Doug. It's using that. Yes, it's a strategy. Yes. It's not cutting. It's strategy. So That's why some people have little kids, Doug. That's the only reason to keep only having kids Only reason, here. yes. You know how mad Sam and Alden were at Claire when, when she, she was tall enough to tall. go on rides? Yeah. Because you used to get a paper one, and we would just collect the paper ones, and then in the evening, we just boom, everything. boom, boom, boom. Just, yeah, that, those were the days. Paper fast passes, paper child swap. I mean, I'd have like Back a stack in my of day. stuff. We'd use our fast passes anytime. Yeah good old days the good old days 
Um, also, uh, one fail with so with social distancing, the lines are outside a lot more than we're used to at Disney World, and that means sun. Yeah. And I've seen some more sunburns at Disney World than normal. And if you're really cool like me, you get a nice mask tan line. I can see that. It's solid. It's, it's really coming impressive. in nice. Yeah. And so um, just remember the sunscreen while you're standing in line, like Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Oh, that it's one's just basically hot. a an oven um, out in the sun. And there's others of that nature where they're just winding I feel around like a outside. Lot in Hollywood Studios. Tower of Terror, you're in the sun quite a bit. A lot. Yeah. Rock and roller coasters outside. How about that uh, Lightning McQueen Racing Academy? That's got to be all outside, right? Uh, you had a little sun because Beauty and the Beast area, so you're back oh, in there. Okay. So you got a little shade. Shade. Yep. But yeah, that's... Animal Kingdom's not as bad. I don't think Safari's more or less covered. Mm-hmm. Safari's right. a pretty good queue. So yeah, Hollywood Studios, I would say, is the worst. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So Space Mountain can get out and twirl around for a while too. That's one to be aware of. That's Buzz one light rope drop too. Buzz Lightyear. Well, you're in the shade, but it's annoying. It's a very annoying queue. I just well, you go into Monsters Inc. and then you still have to do like the whole other side. Yep. Not a fan. It's, no, not at all. Yeah. That might be the queue I dislike more than anyone. Well, Lightning McQueen, but no. then Buzz. There's the worst queue on all the property is Tomorrowland Speedway because not only is it outside, it smells bad and it's noisy. Yeah, but it's it's not changed a lot with social distancing. Oh, like it, I, I'm just talking about uh, oh, Buzz okay, Lightning with the new version. Yes. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. So don't fail and get sunburnt in line because you're unaware that it's one. outside. Good tip. Yeah. And uh, so next what's up fail next? is not knowing when to hop, which yeah. I have seen and saw at the parks. But yeah, 2 o'clock is when you can hop any park. You can't go at 1.30. You can't go. I mean, one uh, twenty nine. they will make you wait, as we learned. Uh, Olivia and I got there at about one twenty nine and wait, I don't know, 10 days. It's like, all right, it took 10 seconds. But yeah, we got, we, we, or 159. Like, we got there right at two. Um, and it was, but just, yeah, there's people waiting. There's people waiting for the two o'clock. Mm-hmm. So you, you, good luck trying to sneak in early. That's all I got to yeah, say. Yeah, it's, it's not happening. They're pretty good about it. And, yep. uh, um, so don't go early, right? And some people think you can't hop till later, which, you know, it's two o'clock Eastern. Yep time zone just fyi i mean i guess you could hop at five and six you can yeah we're gonna hop to epcot later i'm sure mm -hmm. so just know the rules of hopping you can hop anywhere but after two and they're like at the international gateway for epcot there was a serious line when we got there about 130 and there was already a line we sat there for about 20 minutes they did let us move through the temperature checks and security and then we waited for another minute before they let us in. But mm-hmm. I was glad they like kind of let us move a little. That's good. They had it organized, like so. It's oh, a regular doing thing. Great. Doing yeah. up for it. So just be aware of that, and don't be afraid to hop. I think COVID has actually made hopping more important. Yeah, more strategic. It's got to be a part yeah. of the plan. Even though it's more money for those tickets, if you're not an annual pass holder, it makes it more worth it to me. And I honestly think if you get to Epcot at two. You, you can still get do, all of Epcot done. I d- depending on what you define as all of Epcot, right? Because 
you can never really do all of Epcot. Well, you gotta get you know figments shows and, and things. Uh, yeah, okay. But it's pretty easy to get the attractions in in reverse rope drop style yeah. and a, a show or two and a dinner on the World Showcase. So speaking of dinners, yes, another fail like people are making is not getting ADRs. They think because of COVID, they're not doing AD. No, they're doing plenty of ADRs, and they are going ridiculously quickly. As I found out trying to get ADRs uh, on mm-hmm. my last trip, it's just. Boy, is it frustrating sometimes. I, I even had the uh, the ADR thing going on touring plans and never got one. Yeah. So that's the issue with reduced capacity and less restaurants, right? So And restaurants not filling at capacity. Right. So it's it's interesting, like collection of issues. And then it's 60 days out. Mm-hmm. And then the other weird thing is every now and then at 60 days out, there's nothing available. And it's not because it's gone. It's because, like, uh, somebody forgot to hit load or something that night. And that's been a real issue with Savi's, where they just, like, there's oh. 60 days out, there's nothing. But then at, like, 57 days, it's there. So that's frustrating because you have to keep checking and hoping that's what's going on. But also, remember, for you can make your whole stay. If you got a resort stay, say you're there for 10 days, you can make all 10 days from your first day. So the hardest to get stuff put towards the end of the trip, and then that makes it easier to get because you have access to it before everybody else. But it's only 60 days out now, and that's part of what's making it hard to get because more people can plan 60 days out than they could 180 like you ask, where do we want to eat in 180 days? Uh, the answer is usually, I don't know. But you say 60 days out, it's a lot easier to kind yeah, of wrap. You your know head your park that. passes. You kind of have an yeah. idea of what you're going to be doing. Makes sense. Yeah. And what? So we actually got uh, some ADRs for our trip coming up. Do you want to share one or two of those? I, I can't remember them all. Didn't Didn't uh, we just switch to Cape May Cafe I because it's opening uh, yes. again? To be honest, our new patron Alex is in charge of all of our ADRs. Um, so I think there's a Whispering Canyon or something, something Beer Garden, Briggerton. Yeah, there you go. Yes, not Beer Garden. It's pronounced more German than my very it's English. Okay. Sassmannhausen German kicked in there for a second. Sure. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's garden. Yes, that that worked. Wow, that was creepy. Did it? Um, But yeah, get your ADRs. And uh, if you don't know what restaurants are good, you can always ask Doug and I for our opinion. Just don't ask us at 58 days. Ask us at like 70. There you go. Yep. Yeah, we have opinions. We'll give you an opinion. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you may not like the same food as us, but we'll tell you what we like. That's true. There you go. All right. Not shy about that. And uh, one more fail going on right now is you fail when you assume something is open. Yeah, this is a hard one. Back in September, I really thought Columbia Harbor House was open. Yeah, I did too. It's not. It's not. Now, they have kind of Columbia Harbor House food at Tomorrowland Tomorrowland Terrace. But when is that actually open? Because I have dinner there. Oh, it closes at at four. Four. We got there at 4.30, and I was still like, I want oh food. Gosh. Yeah, so Hey, what is the one out. thing I said we're not doing on this trip? Man, there's a lot of possibilities Oh, man, here. Oh, the food. I was going, we're not oh, eating okay. at uh, uh, Star, Starlight Cafe. Starlight Cosmic Rays. Cosmic yeah, Rays, no yeah. Thing. So, because uh, t- maybe we'll do Tomorrowland. Yeah. But, yeah, just dro- drove me nuts because I did it again. 
Oh, see, I, you know, we managed to get through the last couple trips. Oh, no, we ate there on spring break. We ate it. Yeah, we Cosmic ate there in Grace. September. Yeah. I mean, there's Picos Bills, Cosmic Rays. Yeah. That's it. And Pinocchio's. So I say that's it, but Pinocchio's is. I got fries like, at Pinocchio's because I could not find anything that sounded like appealing the, at all. And they. They took like COVID as a reason to cut the menus, which I get why you cut the menus because your profit margin. Yeah, that's higher. a fails if you're assuming something's on the menu. Look right? at the menus before. And the Pinocchio's menu is not good right now. No. And I, I usually we usually like Pinocchio's because it's a place where like growing up we ate all the time. So did Michelle's family. So we like going there. We took our kids there a lot when they were little. So it has the nostalgia from the family point of view. We didn't eat there over our long Christmas trip, which is just crazy. Weird. Yeah. We we started eating a lot of uh, resorts because when the Christmas crowds rolled in the, the afternoon, we're like, we're out of here. So it was it was different. But yeah. And Michelle's still mad about the chicken pot pie's absence from the entirety of Walt Disney World. I mean, I don't know that there's any place you can get I think one. it's still a fail at Epcot. You can't find a chicken nugget. Absolutely a fail. So they knew what they closed because they closed two places that used to have chicken nuggets, Liberty Inn and Electric Umbrella. Yeah, Umbrella. You got to have on other sides of the park, by the way. It was so strategic. It was great. It made sense. There there should be like, you know, if they put a chicken nugget cart, a food truck in the American Adventure, it would would kill a chicken nugget food truck. That's American. Right? Yep. Well, heck, we practically have that at Disney Springs with Guy's Chicken. I'll never go there again, but okay. You you went there once? One time. One time. I'm glad you took one for the team. I remember that that one now. Yeah. yeah. Swing and a miss on that one for me. So, yeah. Don't assume anything's open like Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. Not open. Beauty and the Beast on stage. Not open. But who Uh, knows? When this show comes out, Doug, they may have announced a few more. And hopefully Hopefully. they do. Hopefully by June we get one of those. Usually by us saying it's not open and then publishing the show, it opens. So I think we just guaranteed a lot of stuff. I hope so. One more fail is looking at the posted wait time. Oh, yeah. And be like, oh, we're not getting in that line. 75 minutes for Pirates of the Caribbean. It took 24 minutes. Exactly. It's a ton of that. And since there's no fast pass, 24 minutes isn't bad. No, not at all. No. So don't trust that. Don't fail by looking at that and thinking that's uh, written in stone. Yes. uh, Because they're just guessing, too, because they're not doing the little red cards. Yeah. To tell you what the weight was back when that person got in line. Though they were dead on for the Lightning McQueen 50 minutes. So you never know. (laughs) That's sad. And another failed, Doug, with that is not booking a trip with Michelle. Because when you book a trip with Michelle, you get the Touring Plans app, which has an incredibly accurate lines wait time uh, that blew my mind so many. I mean, that's the reason why we waited in that Pirates of the Caribbean line. That's the reason why we waited in a lot of lines because it was more accurate than Disney. So that is one of the best not fail things you could do is book a trip with Michelle and get on the list because as we're talking, June sold out. A lot of the summer sold out. Heck, trying to book a trip for this fall, Doug, was beyond ridiculous. And now with Boobash coming, it's going to be even more ridiculous. Yeah, so if I you're... Think- Rooms are hard to get. It's oh my gosh, I'm I'm so annoyed trying to find rooms. But um, 
it is a great time. People are missed. If you miss Disney, if you love this podcast, book a trip. It's a wonderful time to go. Still a lot of good rates and deals happening to get people down there. Hopefully more uh, stuff is opening up. But yeah, book with Michelle. Her email is in the show notes. Yeah, and uh, also with that subscription to Touring Plans you mentioned, you get the app where you get the weight lines. Um, you also get the uh, ADR Finder. Yep. To help take care of another fail that we mentioned. So it's a good deal. Free subscription just for booking. I like it. So, and on top of that, guys, if you're still listening, please stop. Give us a review because we don't want to not read anything next week. That would make Doug and I very sad. So uh, click that five stars wherever you listen to this podcast. Leave us a review. That means so much. Feel free to check out our Patreon page. That will be in the show notes as well. And follow us at Rope Drop Radio on all the things because we'll be posting in three weeks from all of our fun fails, not fails, everything that we do. Mostly fails. Probably fail. We'll have some fails. Oh, and we also want to know what fails we miss. So that will be on our Twitter and, and social media pages this week so what fails do uh have you made right now in the last uh however long disney world's been open i've made so many so many so, so many. many all right well and we got to get to the patreon show so thank you guys so much for doug i'm derek it's been rope drop radio